Hello, everybody. Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest. Riker, we are on the eve of the Toronto Raptors' first ever chance to win an NBA championship. You know, the first game where they're one win away from a chip. And, you know, I'm crazy excited. There's news that's broken that... The Golden State Warriors superstar, top guy, Kevin Durant, might be back. He's questionable for Game 5. Apparently, he practiced with the team. And, you know, there could be a possible return for him in Game 5. What does this mean for the Toronto Raptors going into this closeout game? What does it mean, that he may return or that he may not return? Yeah. If, if KD comes back, obviously he won't be 100% healthy. But how does this impact just as a fan going into this game? What should our expectations be for the Raptors? My expectation, if he returned, I, there's a lot of things to unpackage in that. Mm. Because yep. for the Warriors, if if he could come back and even be a fraction of his defensive self, then it improves their mm. ability. Because Serge Ibaka in the previous game, he was really uncontested at the rim. you know. And Kevin Durant yep. being the best shot blocker, the best defensive player on the Golden State Warriors for interior defense, having him back would completely... Whoa. What's the, what, he's definitely a help. He's a help. Draymond Green is definitely their best player. No, no, not for size and length. Kevin Durant was the number one shot blocker on the Warriors this season. Yeah, but I'd still rather have Draymond Green guarding the big man on the other team if I was a Warriors fan. But that's a fair point. No, he's but definitely because Draymond Green is still very short compared to a guy like Marcus Gasol and a guy like Pascal Siakam. He's a much smaller defender. Now, I'm not taking credit away from his defensive ability. Yeah. I'm just saying that they're able to do different things because you can camp out Kevin Durant yep. for the most part in the key because of his length. And so that would help them. Yep. But in terms of everything else, you know, what impact would he make on offense? What sort of, how would the defensive sets change for the Toronto Raptors? There's just so many variables. Uh, I think it's unlikely that he'll play, but Ben, maybe you give me your first opinions and then we'll, we'll get into some sort of an argument or confirmation. Yeah, so obviously he will Im- impact the defense. I'd still, you know, he's he, whether it be on, he be on Serge Ibaka, Marcus Gasol, the bigger guys, or a guy like Kawhi, you know, an extra defender on him, he'll definitely be an impact on there. But on the offensive end is where Kevin Durant really, really just shows his talents. In this these NBA playoffs, he's averaging 34 points per game, which is a ridiculous number, even for a superstar of the likes of him. So the, the fact that, you know, he's not going to be 100%. The guy is still walking with a limp, so we can debate whether he's actually going to play or if this is a weird tactic by the Warriors, you know, to just trick Nick Nurse and the Toronto Raptors going forward. But, you know, Kevin Durant, if he's on the court, healthy or not, he's going to be an impact player. And he's going to be able to hit threes, hit shots, hit those contested fadeaways. So... You know, some people are saying that he'll be a liability or he, you know, even a healthy KD, some people make the argument make the, makes the Warriors worse. And maybe in the regular season that could be the case because the ball flows less and all those sorts of things. But in NBA Finals setting, when you want the most talent as possible on the court, Kevin Durant is a huge asset for this team and he'll definitely make them better. Now, does that, is that me saying that the Toronto I don't think Raptors you could say that, handle- though. I don't think you could say for certainty that he would definitely make them better. I think the best mm-hmm. version of Kevin Durant, healthy would make the Warriors team better in this series. But whatever version of Kevin Durant that would return from such a long absence and a questionable injury, is it his Achilles, is it his calf? I don't think that Mm -hmm. we can say for certain that it would make them better. You know, if he struggled whatsoever and then that diminished their abilities, one loss and that's the series for the Toronto Raptors. So it's, it's trickier than that. Oh, certainly. And I think the Toronto Raptors could certainly game plan and, you know, negate a lot of things Kevin Durant brings. But... 
you know, his shooting, he's he's certainly an improvement. Even though Andre Iguodala's actually been great in the series and done a lot of things for the Warriors, but he's taking minutes from, like, Alfonso McKinney, Jarebko. They're just going into their deep bench of players that have bounced around the league. And even, you know, a 25% Kevin Durant is better than, like, McKinney or any of these guys. So he certainly, in my opinion, he'll definitely be an improvement if he's on the court and he can walk. But the Toronto Raptors can game plan. We are built to beat the Warriors, in my opinion. We've brought it up in multiple podcasts. The the Golden State Warriors are by far the best team we face in this playoff series, even without KD. But with him in there as well. But we didn't match up that well against the 76ers. We matched up a little bit better against uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. And even though the Warriors are more talented, I think we match up beautifully against this team. You know, just the way our pieces fit together. And if KD comes back, Kawhi Leonard's been guarding the likes of Draymond Green and Andre Iguodala for this whole series. You know, he hasn't really had to to show his on-ball prowess like he had to do against Jimmy Butler and Giannis in the previous two series. I think if we switch Kawhi Leonard onto uh, KD, he'll be able to, you know, not stop the guy completely, but certainly negate a lot of the offensive things he does on the court. Well, this is exactly the point, Ben, mm-hmm. that really the what the Warriors have currently assembled in the first, how many, four games of this series, discluding mm-hmm. the, well, actually, no, including the game that Clay Thompson was injured, is that the majority... Yep of their offense comes from all of their switch screens and then trying to get a three-point shot for Curry or Thompson. Or some variation of coming off a a screen or some sort of mismatch where they can, you know, do a pull-up jumper, right? For the most part, that's what it is. And they're, you know, they're not... I think the Raptors in some games have even been shooting more threes for stretches than the Warriors have. But really, you're not worried about guys like... Andrew Bogut, or even DeMarcus Cousins, because they've been virtually shutting those the big men down, right? There's nobody that's yeah. trying to get shots in the key. Like, that's not the main source of their, you know, what they're looking for for scoring. So, bringing a guy like Kevin Durant in, yeah, you're right, he's the best player in the league, but exactly as you said, now Kawhi Leonard actually has a guy that he needs to step up and shut down on offense, and we've already show, been shown that he's not having to handle the the main two places where the offense is coming from for the Warriors in Curry and Klay Thompson, the guys like Fred Van Vliet, uh, Curry, or sorry, not Curry, Lowry, uh, Danny Green, they've all shut them down. So there's no worries on that front because you're not switching the matchups whatsoever with the introduction of Kevin Durant. No, certainly. I think there's a lot of people coming out and saying that if KD comes back, oh, it's over for the Toronto Raptors. You know, they they swept the Cavs of last season. There's a lot of that talk, but I think even with a healthy Kevin Durant, the Raptors, I said in the preview, I thought the Raptors were going to win whether KD played or not, and I think, especially where he's coming back injured, we'll be able to certainly manage the offensive onslaught that the Warriors bring when they're fully healthy, because, you know, a lot of these games they played in the finals, they played really well, and a lot of the, the media and all these sort of, you know, talking heads have downplayed the fact that Steph Curry has had an amazing NBA Finals. He's averaging 30-plus. He's just hitting shots left, right, and center. You brought up the point how their offense relies on the gravity of guys like Steph Curry and Klay Thompson to, you know, get some open shots for, for the guys down low, but they're, the main source is just to get the shots from the three-point line open for themselves, their gravity, so people have to switch, and then, you know, it's hard to make perfect switches every possession. So, you know, the Warriors scored the same amount of points in the first three games. They were completely locked down in Game 4 because the Toronto Raptors, you know, 
completely just took a haymaker at them after the second half or start to start the second half sorry in the game four so I think even with Katie back we'll be able to manage the offense you know their defense might improve but the way the Toronto Raptors are rolling everything should be fine Mm -hmm. but yeah I still expect the Toronto Raptors to take game five whether or not Katie's playing but Riker do you think he's actually going to come back because they've been teasing you know the NBA loves drama the people in the news and even people that follow this channel we love to you know talk about the drama talk about everything that's a that's a huge asset to the league and it's such a fun thing to follow but do you think this is just something Steve Kerr's putting out there so people could talk about it and make some drama and stir up some things with Nick Nurse or do you think he'll actually come back and play well it's not causing drama for Nick Nurse it's being strategic for Golden State yeah, Warrior yeah, camp yeah. because you're now if you completely discount Kevin Durant you say he's confirmed not playing for the next game now they don't need to spend any time in saying yep. you know what the hypothetical defensive sets would be etc so it's smart mm-hmm. to just leave him we're, we probably i assume that we won't hear for conclusively whether Five Kevin Durant will be playing exactly like very soon before mm-hmm. tip off starts um but I I don't see him playing. The, this is the three scenarios that I saw going into the series, is that he actually legitimately has an injury, okay? And oh, yeah. yeah. That that could be one scenario. Two, he has a he has an injury, but he's his mind is sort of on the way out. He Maybe he wants mm-hmm. to do free agency. He knows he's not going to come back as a warrior. So he's doing like a, a, Kawhi, a Kawhi Leonard type thing where he just, yeah. you know, doesn't really want to play. There's no sense. Now, Kawhi, he actually was, as he says, more injured than what the Spurs were demanding of him, and that's a big reason that he was pushed away. And then the third option was, I was thinking maybe he was saving himself because he is a guy that loves to be on social media. He loves to react back. He's like maybe the most sensitive player in the NBA for letting fans and commentators let their opinions really affect him and um, I was thinking you know maybe he wants to allow the Warriors to go down so if he comes back there's no more arguing whether or not they're better with or without him Um, but I don't think that that's really his MO I don't think he's going to try to swoop in now as a savior for game five it could happen Um, and I would treat this as the Raptors a do or die game because if he comes back and they win it's going to be hard moving forward. Yeah, no, it's certainly a big game five. We want to take this one because if Katie's healthy or, you know, relatively healthy and we have to go back to Golden State, that'll be a tough game. And then, you know, game seven, you never really know what's going to happen. I still have faith in Toronto Raptors no matter if we drop it or win it, but that's how it goes. We won't speculate onto that until after the game happens. But there's also been news. You brought up the, the point of sensitivity with Kevin Durant. And yes, there's a whole lot of factors that come into the into play there as well. But there's also been reports that the Golden State Warriors teammates have kind of been calling Kevin Durant out about you know they're confused the the word was confused as to what his injury is because you know Boogie Cousins came back from injury. Kevon Looney played with a broken collarbone in the last game. It looked like by the end of it, every time he, he was on the court, he couldn't raise his shoulder up. It was it was kind of ridiculous how he was on the court. And there's kind of some speculation that inside the Warriors locker room, they're a bit they're a bit angsty as to why Kevin Durant isn't playing. So maybe that that angst that pressure will make him play or maybe it'll discourage him to play more you know you never really know how players are going to react to that he certainly has a legitimate injury so we we don't know to the severity or you know you brought up all the specifics but if, if I were to make a bet if I were to make you know just an expectation I, I don't think he's going to play and that's just my my gut my hunch feeling because they've been saying they this has been they were talking about game five like they were talking about game two 
you know, how the, the American media, the tweets and all that, people were expecting him to come back earlier in the series. They were using the same sort of diction, the same sort of wording on his tweets, and, you know, he still hasn't come back. If you, if you anyone that's played sports, there's a big difference between practicing and, you know, actually playing in an NBA Finals game, and he's only been through one practice, and we're not really sure to what extent. I don't expect him to play, Riker. Well, I, I'm not in his brain, right? And like we yeah. said, we've it's been well documented that... There has been ups and downs with his time on the Golden State Warriors, and that's leading a lot of speculation, a lot of conjecture to believe that he might be on his way out, right? Crazy abandoning a championship contender, a dynastic team, one of the best prolific teams of the modern NBA era, right? But it's also crazy that he left an NBA contender to go for the team that he lost to. So nothing is really out of the ordinary with Kevin Durant, but I think for most players, Mm -hmm. if you're able to come back, especially on a stage as big as this... You know, maybe not when you already have two rings in your bag, but you'd want to play. Yep. You'd be pushing for it. So I'd say if he's staying out, I'd say it's probably because his injury is more severe than what anybody actually assumes that he is. That That's my running hypothesis. And I think that this injury actually is more severe to that exact point. So I would agree with you. I don't imagine that Kevin Durant will be playing, but I don't think that we'll hear about it until five minutes before tip-off. Yeah, they might actually, <laughs> they might come out and say he's active but coming off the bench and just leave the suspense going throughout the whole game, whether he'll get in or not, And despite the fact they have no chance for him to play. But you never really know. You can't. It's tough to speculate on these injury sorts of things. What are your guys' thoughts on if KD plays, can the Toronto Raptors win? You know, I think we're both in agreement. The Raptors certainly aren't, you know, taken aback or shouldn't be taken aback if Kevin Durant plays. We should still be confident winning. And if he doesn't, we've already won three of the, the first four games. So what are your guys' thoughts on this? series so far will the raptors pull it out Riker, they're the best for making it in this far check out the twitter the instagram all that cool stuff you have any last words um big game big game five hopefully it's the last game because i want to see the the celebrations downtown toronto uh i want to stop staying up so late to watch these darn games but more than anything (laughs) i want to see a championship brought up north man not really up north not laterally compared to other nba teams because i actually just looked at the map and apparently toronto's not actually that high but it'll be really something special tomorrow night ben something special gotta get this stuff breaker gotta get this stuff hey cheers